Welcome back to the Trade Society Traders Improve podcast. Today I want to go over the question or questions. How do you become a better trader? And what are the most important things a trader can do in order to improve their trading? And I hopefully have some interesting thoughts and also practical tips for any trader to improve their trading and look at their trading differently, especially if you're maybe stuck in a rut, you don't know how to go forward from where you are currently. Hopefully this episode has some insights for you. And before we get going, just some housekeeping, no ads, but I just want to let you know that I have decided to go after a two week podcast scheduling um, schedule. So, so what I mean is that I plan to release a podcast episode every two weeks. The last one that I've released was uh, pretty much exactly 14 days ago. And so from now on, I will continue this bi-weekly posting schedule. If you want to have more content from me, then just go over to my YouTube channel where I religiously post every week, every Tuesday, there's a new YouTube video. But now let's get back to the podcast episode. And if I can remind you, I want to discover and I want to go after the question, how do you become better as a trader? And what are the most important things a trader can do in order to improve their trading? And I want to find the answer to those questions that are objectively good. I want to identify things, activities that you can do in your trading where when you ask different traders, all of them will agree that if you do those things, they are objectively good for you and they will make you a better trader. But to help you understand the concepts, I want to first look outside of the world of trading. And I've done this in previous podcast episodes and I think this approach is quite helpful because especially for new traders, the answers that I'm giving in the context of trading are not always as straightforward. But when we look at something outside of trading where everybody has had experiences in the past, it went, it is much, much clearer. And for that, I've chosen the, the topic or the, the general idea of how do you get in shape? We all have probably been somewhere in our lives where we want to improve our health, where we want to get in shape. Uh, and I think we all can relate to this. And when we look at this, and I've been there myself, this is why I know this so well, many people, me included, I was getting lost in the details and I spent days and at some point I might have even spent a few weeks. I was reading articles, I was watching YouTube videos and I was trying to figure out the perfect program before even getting started and before even doing the first exercise. But does it really matter how you perform your set at the gym specifically? Does it matter how much rest you have between the sets? Does it matter whether you have 30 or 60 seconds rest? Does it matter whether you make 8 or 15 reps per set? And does it make a difference whether you train all muscle groups at once or whether you split your muscle groups over different workouts? And people, me included, do all this research while at the same time they haven't even done a, six, a single exercise. You haven't and I haven't even hadn't even lift a single dumbbell whilst and still at the same time had a very sedentary lifestyle. I was neglecting my sleep, but I was not getting started. And at the same time, does it make sense to obsess about the perfect diet, wondering whether you should have an eight or a six hour feeding window when you do intermittent fasting? Does it make sense to wonder whether fruits are acceptable in a low carb diet? Does it make sense to worry about whether coffee or tea will break your fast? 
and endlessly looking for the optimal meal plan with the right macronutrient breakdown, all the while still haven't made any real shifts, still eating processed foods, still eating junk foods every now and then, drinking too much alcohol and consuming sugary pop sodas. And obviously the right, the sensible and the objectively true th uh, thing would be to just get started. You go for a walk twice a week, you move more, you start doing some bodyweight exercises at home. You don't need the perfect plan. You can just Google bodyweight exercises and you find something within five minutes. You ditch sugary drinks, you eat more whole foods, you reduce your alcohol and your junk food intake. And even a 10 minute exercise routine at home, a brisk walk every other day would already be a huge improvement for many people. However, getting lost in the details without even starting is pointless and it's keeping you from making progress or even getting started in some cases. And we can all agree that making such changes would lead to a positive development. It is the key to just get started, even if it's not the perfect start, even if it's not the perfect routine, getting started is the key. And then over time you can make slightly improvements over time and then move into the right direction. But enough with that, I want to bring it back to trading. And I've mentored hundreds and hundreds of traders over the years and I keep seeing the same patterns all the time. A new or a struggling trader comes to me and they ask whether they should use a 20 or a 30 period EMA, maybe an SMA, what is better? Whether you should use the wicks or the candlestick bodies when you're drawing support and resistance trend lines. And if you should use a break even stop loss or not move the stop loss at all. And the list with such questions is seemingly endless. Do you use the RSI or the stochastic as a momentum indicator? Is it really a pin bar when you have a small wick sticking out at the pin bar body? Should you use the 15 or the 30 minute time frame? Is it better to use MetaTrader 4 or 5? Should I go to broker X that has a 1 pip spread or broker Y that has a 2 pip spread? And all those questions might seem important and there's certainly a place and a time to ask such questions. But when traders at the same time still over leverage, they risk 20 or 30% per trade, they revenge trade regularly, they change their trading system all the time as soon as a loss occurs. Traders never create a trading plan. They have no trading rules. They impulsively jump through timeframes without a plan. They don't have a trading journal. They never backtest. None of those super specific questions that I've listed before matters. Okay, so now let's get to the most important question. What are those core principles in trading that will build the right foundation for a successful trader? And in the context of getting in shape and living healthy, we were able to find those obvious common sense answers that would lead to greater results. And do we have that in trading as well? And luckily the answer is yes. And I've worked with enough traders to confidently say that there are certain things that you can do that are objectively good for your overall development as a trader and they will put you on the right path. The first thing on the list is stable risk management or having some risk management principles at all. Because no matter what strategy you're going to trade, being able to apply risk management principles is the key. So what are those? First and foremost, being able to size your trade correctly so that you do not lose more than one or two percent per trade is so important. I'm always shocked to see how few traders are able to correctly size a trade. And this is actually not very difficult. You just have to measure the distance between your entry and your stop loss. 
Then you pull up a position sizing calculator and you can just Google position sizing calculator and you will find something within minutes. Type in your trading account size, you type in the desired risk level and the calculator tells you exactly how many lots or contracts you have to buy to achieve your desired risk level, 1 or 2% per trade. And it might even be easier because some platforms like MetaTrader 4 or 5, there are so many scripts available out there that you can find scripts that automatically do the position sizing for you. The second thing on the list is another crucial skill any trader can develop that will undoubtedly be beneficial is backtesting. You write down a few trading parameters of your trading strategy with rules for your entries, for your stop loss, and for your exit. And then you go through historic data to test how much money the strategy would have made in the past or maybe even lost. And among the traders that I'm mentoring and have mentored, the correlation between backtesting and good results in the future is astounding. The traders that spend the most time in backtesting are often the ones that see the biggest progress over time. Backtesting improves your pattern recognition and it also trains your eye to see charts differently. But it also allows you to collect important statistics about the performance of a trading strategy. Next thing on the list of beneficial activities is writing trading plans. Backtesting forces you to think about the rules of your trading strategy. If you don't have rules, then obviously you cannot perform a good backtest. And I'm always constantly blown away by the numbers of traders that do not have clear trading rules. You don't need perfect rules, but you need to have some rules. Before you take another trade, you have to sit down and you write down your trading rules. What signals a trade entry? How do you place your stop loss? What's your rule for targets? How do you manage your trades? Again, your rules won't be perfect at the beginning, but they will bring more consistency to your trading and you can use those rules for your backtesting. And over time, based on your backtesting results and based on your trading results, you can then keep improving your trading results week after week. But you have to get started having trading rules. And finally, tracking your trading data and looking for negative patterns in your trading is something that is objectively good and any trader will benefit from it. Every trade that you take, you have to review. It doesn't have to be a special deep review, but you should spend at least two or three minutes with each trade and you can ask the following questions. Was my entry good or did I break my trading rules? Did I trade emotionally? Did I follow my risk management principles? Did I manage my trade correctly according to my rules? And could I have done anything better with the trade? If you keep asking those questions and you keep writing down your answers over time, you will create a great archive with all the answers that you will need to trade successfully. So let me recap. What are objectively beneficial things in your trading that any trader can do to improve their trading? And here it doesn't matter what you trade, whether you trade Forex, cryptos, stocks, whether you are a short-term or a long-term trader. First, position sizing learn position sizing, second, backtesting, third, trading plans and trading rules, and fourth, record keeping and journaling. You don't have to do everything at once, but pick one thing and try implementing it over the next week. You just have to get going. And then over time, you can keep coming back to those principles, you can keep refining it, you can keep improving it. However, you have to get started. 
worrying about whether you're going to have the perfect routine or not doesn't make sense. You need to get started and then over time you will keep improving.